0: I'm Chase Rolson with RubLine Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Fitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. From
1: Dury
0: Hey, this is Nick Bolt from
1: Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bowl hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class Bow hunter podcast. Working class bowl podcast. Working class bull Working class bow hunter.
0: Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe bucket the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's
2: really, really not that good.
3: That's good. Worse, kick, class. Worse, kiss, class, worst, horse, worse, kick, eek, flash, flash,
1: horse, or it is episode number two hundred and ten of the working class bow hunter podcast, right here at 160 Buckslayer Place, the beautiful Buckatorium. it feels good to be home. Lovely Sherrard, Illinois zip code. Eh, Google it. That's all I got. My name is Steve, In the studio today is Kurt. Hey, everyone. e How's it going? Not good morning, because it is morning for I you. I know, it is morning. <laughs> I'm still trying
0: to wake up. Finally, I just woke up. Eric's <laughs> keeping in mind all the third shifters out there. Yep.
1: And uh, someone who doesn't work uh, that hard for a living, Doug uh, Doug Schmidt. That's for sure.
0: What's so, up? I got the mustache. Yeah, mustache. I'm still, still here. Survived Nashville somehow, but it's here. Bachelor party? Yeah. Not for really me, though. I'm still single. What's up? <laughs> What's, up? What's up? What's up?
1: If you guys uh, want Doug's number, it's five six three seven. Hey, hit the vet shout out first. So the vet shout out this week here, veteran shout out. Yeah, the the vet shout out is the guy who trimmed my cat's nails. Uh, <laughs> the, the veteran shout out is going to be Mike Larson. Um, your buddy David Ferguson said he came across uh, this guy on the Go Wild app, and he. Uh, quickly became firm friends i don't know what the go wild app is but i'm glad you guys are firm friends said he's always got time for a wee dude from scotland like me humbled to know this guy uh mike thank you for your service uh doug or david thanks you for uh being a good friend what is go wild is that a dating app i doubt it (laughs) because if those two found love man that would be awesome but uh if not if you guys are just buddies Man, it's even better. I imagine yeah. it's probably like an outdoor app of some sort. I've n- I've literally never heard of it, so we'll have to check that out. But, um, yeah, again, once again, Mike, thank you for your service to this country. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We could not do this uh, podcast in English without you.
0: Thanks for that veteran shout-out, Steve. If you guys would like to submit a veteran shout-out, go to com. the contact form, and then there's a tab in there, and you could submit as, li- as much or as little information about your shout-out as you'd like. The more, the better. And... Preferably, help us pronounce the names because that's something we mess up a lot.
1: That is key, yeah. And nobody's like gotten upset. I think they kind of get it. You know, there's, Dude, a, yeah. You should nobody's be able to ever... add a
0: little sound clip in there so they can. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just do the parentheses thing. Like my last name is Geyer, G E I E R, and if I ever do that, I spell it G U Y E R.
3: Oh yeah,
1: Geyer. Dude, I'm, I'm not like not that I'm in this position and legally, you know, if I was, I couldn't say it. But like, yeah, if you send a resume and you put how to pronounce your name, like you're already number one guy going in or or gal going in. You're not hiring nobody. (laughs) It's like getting hired anywhere either. I'm just saying, you know, if you put how to pronounce your name, that is key. I'm just Just saying. saying.
0: Moving on. We got to thank our supporters of the show. Number one supporter is the listeners. Um, If you're tuning in, thank you so much. We appreciate it. If you would go give us five-star rating and write something nice or talk some shit about Steve on itunes or wherever you listen so that would be awesome also <laughs> our supporters are our great great partners and sponsors uh elite archery talk about them all the time um we'll move through these quick the ritual if you haven't shot it do it uh sin crusher of course from the gear bag the roller bag which steve uses and the ozone go the room clean which i also use Ooh. saviors Mm. They of are. us in the in the hunting world, um, I, the room clean currently is my favorite product. I mean, the gear bag is, but currently the room clean is my favorite. Run it every day. Yeah, multiple times a day.
1: I get yelled at if I go in the bathroom without taking it. That's how good that is. Do you just keep it in your pocket with you? I'm gonna start.
0: <laughs> we need to make like certain like special scent crusher pants. It's just got that ozone that just generates
1: right by your ass. <laughs> the ass zone. <laughs> <laughs> ass be gone. Well, and then uh, St. Crusher pulls out <laughs> of our sponsors. Take but, away the rest, Steve. Yeah, and then we've got uh, HHA Sports, made in, uh, made in Wisconsin. Guys, if you love Wisconsin and you love uh, single pin sites, HHA is where you want to go. Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing, beautiful Viola, Illinois. Them dudes, Scott, and family, uh, more than just dudes, are still cutting up deer.
0: Uh, they're about done. They gotta, uh, they'll be done. In a few days, by the time this podcast goes up. Well, looky there. dun done, 1200 some deer, I think.
1: Good Lord. It's quite a bit. I just picked up my big doe the other day. How delicious was she? Oh, real nice. (laughs) It's real real nice. Ethics Archery?
0: Um, There's a code for Ethics Archery to get a discount on the static inserts or the spinning inserts. And I want to say... Oh, dang. I forgot it. That's nice way to bring it up and not remember it. WCB or email them and Haas will be happy to help you with their products. Big Hoss. Um, he has a working class bow hunter tattoo, which is awesome. But yeah, if you go there, if you want to check out some of his inserts, um, it's kind of an overlooked part of the arrow, probably the most important part and the most overlooked. Um, if you have any questions at all, Big Haas will be more than happy to talk you through it and explain what you need for your setup. And all that. Hell, mail them your arrows; he'll put them in for you and mail them back. I bet yeah, you I, probably, bet
1: you. I guarantee you that would probably happen. Um, also, mana coolers, dude. Mana coolers have saved our lives on more than one occasion. They have. It's kept our beer cold, so we can keep doing this podcast. And it's this podcast is all we have to live for. So, therefore, mana coolers saves our lives. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a that's a fair statement. I'd
1: agree with that. And don't forget rattler grips. If you want some uh some custom grips on your bow, because you're getting ready to get to three D season and you want a bow that's uh that's not like anybody else's, rattler grips, hit up handsome Rob, uh custom. Facebook or check out his uh website. Did you say accost him? Custom. Oh, I thought you said accost him when you see him and then uh, get you some custom grips. So that's all we got to say about that. Didn't miss anybody, did we?
0: By the way, for everyone who pre-ordered a camo killing cap, yeah. they are the supplier was out. So it's They're on major, major back orders. It so. is not so, our fault. So it's a hot item. It's a rare item, actually, yep. to get a camo Richardson. So you'll have them at the end of this month, we're hoping. So sorry about that, but it's out of our hands. It's the supplier. And uh, what we're going to do is once we get those in and sent out, we're going to offer a bunch of other colors of our black and white Richardson hat. We're going to make some... Uh, so if there's a color you want or would like to see us, just send it over and we'll get that in the works. Moving along. Tonight on the podcast, Bud Fisher joins us again. This is the second time. Uh, it yes, is. it it's is. the third yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah. with Catching Deers. Brandon um, him at ATA. We are going to record at ATA, but conflicting schedules there. Um, he was nice enough to send us some gear, so we're all decked out in our catching deer stuff and we're gonna get them on and see what they've been up to and uh i guess that's it we'll, we'll, is, that I don't, is
1: that all you got to say about that that's all i got to say about what what'd that. you say and that's the bottom line because stone cold said so okay we'll
0: we'll cut into okay. that with that thanks
1: steve all right so on the phone with us we have our and my personal probably eighth favorite canadian that i've ever met bud fisher bud <laughs> how you doing
4: i'm honored top 10 i'm doing well boys how are you
0: Good, good. Glad to have you back.
4: Thanks for having me, guys. It's always a, always a pleasure. I know I've I've said this before, but anytime you're willing to talk to me, I'll sit down and chat with you lads for an hour.
1: Dude, well, I am decked out in catching deers gear. I've got the I've got the sweatpants, the hoodie, the hat, and just for you, I wore a, a shirt that Kurt got me when he's in Canada. Cabela's canada so it's Cabela's <laughs> and a little maple leaf i'm rocking in
4: the sweatpants brought the you by catch and your sweatpants
3: <laughs> <laughs> those
1: are
0: the most comfortable sweatpants uh, by the way
4: awesome i'm glad you i'm glad you feel that way and functional if i if i can add that have you shot have you shot your bow in them yet
0: no i have not oh, we haven't oh, oh, yet little- but let's talk about the sweatpants We're, we, yeah. we'll start this episode off like working class fashion after work you get right into your sweatpants so just take the floor and let's talk sweats for a bit.
4: Well, uh, how far back do you want to go? I think they were I think they were invented in the early nineteen hundreds by a French lad of course, um, of course. that said, you know what? And it wasn't Rocky Balboa, that he really brought them to fruition in the late eighties, early nineties, I think. But was it, actually it was Rocky one in the seventies? How long yeah. ago was that? but that really was probably the peak of all sweats when he's running up those stairs and throwing yeah. his hands in the air but so that's that's been inspiring for a good chunk of my life so it was it was great to be able to, to make some sweatpants and contribute to the movement <laughs> but, but but you know for our our company and our brand like there's so many there's so many companies that make really great performance stuff and and we we wanted to make stuff that's inspired by the hunt camp but like super comfortable right because when we come back and we're hanging out with the lads we just wanted super super comfortable stuff so number one was like it's got to be the softest most comfortable fabric and then two we want to be like you know functional with little things that are cool and of course we want them to to look good too but the one thing that i think was i don't know who it came to or when but in the design process one of us i'll take credit for it because nobody else is on the phone oh, there you go perfect me. perfect so it was obviously me the working <laughs> class <laughs> way yes exactly we, we put a pocket down the side of the leg that's just big enough to put like three arrows in so when you're shooting your bow you can like stick the arrows down the side of your leg when you're shooting if you don't shoot with a quiver because you know, have you ever you ever shoot in jeans and like you stick them in your back pocket and, it and falls like, turn out? out yeah. It, yeah, and you're stepping on one of your arrows and everything else. So we're like, enough of that. We put that pocket in, and then you know, I guess we should have like the the legal disclosure. Um, My, only the
0: My only complaint with the arrow pocket. My only complaint with the arrow pocket bud is. I went to
1: put a broadhead in there, and it just—I yeah. <laughs> had to just say something stupid. <laughs> Sliced it right open. Well, you know, these, these pants are designed for working class because they only fit like you know three arrows. So <laughs> I mean, a lot of mm. you know, you bang up arrows, man. They're expensive, dude. I think I I need to get some new arrows. I only got like four left. Well, there you go. Perfect. Amen to that. I
4: I I did a um. We were talking about we were talking about shows, and um, we went to the Wisconsin Deer Fest last year, and I showed up. And they're like, "Hey, why don't you why don't you shoot in like this celebrity um, the celebrity shoot, which is like this like pop up 3D target you know deal?" And I was right. like, "Yeah, that, that sounds awesome. I'm I'm completely not a celebrity, but I would love to shoot because it's free." And um, So when I did that, I realized I had um, one arrow that was missing a a field point, and I had one with a field point in it. So I had to go to, like, a vendor and was like, I need to – this is embarrassing, but I'm shooting in this thing, and I need to borrow arrows. So I had to borrow arrows and then, like, figure out that it was, like, I think four inches low with their arrows. Anyways, it was a disaster. But I'm the same as you. I'm the guy that keeps, like,
1: one arrow and then one bent one just in case I'm really in a pinch. (laughs) In case that deer's around a corner or something. (laughs) Funny
0: story about lack of arrows. We were going hunting this year. Me and my dad were driving down together in the morning, and our hunting property is like an hour away to this farm we were going to. My dad puts his quiver full of arrows and lighted knocks, broadheads, everything. I think it was like a six-arrow quiver on the tunnel cover of my truck and left it there, and we drove off with it on there and lost it. We get down to the hunting property. He's like, I don't have any arrows. I gave him one of mine, and I'm like, here you go, Dad. I'm like, that deer better be under 20. I didn't want to give him, like, five and have him launch all of them. So I'm like, here's one arrow. That deer better be within 20 yards. Like an hour and a half after shooting light, he texts me, big buck down. He shot a buck with my arrow and then lost it. It went through the deer, and we never found it with a light and knock
4: gosh wouldn't you know wouldn't you know that would happen that's how that's how she goes well, he caught I, one. Uh, I mean i've i've gone i've he gone one. like in yeah I, i've gone like in a boat to like a duck blind i don't know how far like a couple miles in a boat to a duck blind got all set up and realized i didn't have my gun <laughs> 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 everything i've
1: done it i've done it all like just painful that's when I you know. make
0: your next line watching ducks
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make you guys, uh, you guys feel uh, feel like you're the only uh, people who've lost something. Like literally, like two days ago, I'm leaving work. I get in my truck, I start my truck, and I hop out because I thought I left my keys back in the building that I'm working at. And I like, I hear my truck running. I'm like, I better go shut my truck off before I go to get my keys. So I don't waste gas. And <laughs> I hop back in and I go. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: like that's like looking for your cell phone while you're talking on yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. Or
1: yeah. like yeah. using the light to find it. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> using your cell phone light to find yourself, with. dude. I uh, man, yeah, I, I felt bad about. We've that. We've
0: all man. been there, though. It's hilarious. It's one of them. Days. Well, we talk sweatpants. How big of idiots we all are, but a lot has been going on for you guys. Idiots um, and sweatpants. I mean, that's,
1: that's the new podcast. It's working class. <laughs>
0: <laughs> idiots in sweatpants and watching ducks. Um,
1: watching ducks idiots in sweatpants watching ducks.
0: Bring us up to speed with catching deers wherever you want to start it, and we'll just go from there.
4: Oh my gosh! Um, well, uh, I think last last we talked was kind of in the in the fall before we were heading out for our for our hunts. I, I, yeah. I believe so. Um, yeah, you know, th- this past fall, so what we did is, for the first time ever, um, filmed our hunts and, and wanted to share kind of our – a little bit about the hunt camp, a little bit more about us, and round out a little bit of, you know, what we do for, for people. And so we filmed all fall, and we have now six episodes on Carbon TV, and they're they're short, kind of easily digestible, easy to watch on a, you know, on a cell phone or a tablet – um, and so we, we we launched, I guess, on like March first. Um, Catch and Deers TV presented by Realtree. So that's been that's been really exciting um, for us and a lot of fun to do, and also kind of nerve wracking because everything that that we've done in the past has been very lighthearted and. And, you know, just us having a little bit of fun and hasn't had much, much pressure on it. Mm-hmm. And then when we actually go serious and, and, you know, not that the whole thing is serious. We like to have fun while we're hunting, but it, it broadened kind of a little bit more about, you know, who we are as people and as a brand. And so it was kind of some of our hunts. Well, that was a little bit of a different experience for us felt a little bit more vulnerable you know right like you're sitting in a stand and if you didn't have buck fever before put a camera in front of you and you probably will so (laughs) you know that kind of that kind of thing but so we so we hunted we hunted hard this fall and we had um you know we had moderate success and we had some great hunts and a lot of fun we hunted in some really cool places with some fun people and so um you know we we are really happy with how that show turned out so the, the 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 premise of the show i mean it's similar and dislike kind of anything you know out there i suppose in, in any way there's only so many ways that you can you can film hunts but we really wanted to do it in a little bit of a lighthearted feel so the catch and deers brand is kind of behind it where there's the walk and talk where we don't, don't take ourselves too seriously. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you get into the hunt, and we really wanted to tell a story both visually and through what we're sharing kind of verbally, right? So right. The, the story that we tell visually is really what we believe about hunting, right? Is that, you know, get out in creation, slow down a little bit, enjoy yourself. And hunting is fun, and hunting for us is about camaraderie and the guys, right? And, mm-hmm. and spending time with people. So we wanted to visually tell that story that, you know, don't take it too seriously have fun with it and make sure that you're kind of continuing to build your relationships through that process right. and that's nothing that's that's nothing against the solo hunter that goes and does everything on their own I think that that's a well, super super valuable there's times for, for hunts you. like that too there's times yeah, for hunts
0: like that absolutely. and there's times for like what, what you guys do and what we do you know
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, when I just look back at, you know, what hunting means to me, I go all the way back to, like, going to hunt camp with my dad and, like, loading up the truck or the car and then that road trip and spending that time with him that and my brothers that kind of we otherwise wouldn't. And, you know, I remember my, the first time my dad shot a deer when I was with him and all that stuff. And all of that is you know, um, about time in the woods, but it's also about really family for me, you know, and so we want to kind of share that visually, and then also we wanted to share, kind of on a more serious note, like at the end of every episode we, we share a Bible verse and just a quick little something, like don't miss the forests or the trees, you know, get out and enjoy creation type of deal. And, mm-hmm. you know, we we don't want it to be too serious, but we also wanted to share kind of an encouraging bit, right? Like, put your phone away and enjoy, like, listen to the, you know, the leaves rattling and, you know, and and watch the sun go down because it's good for your soul kind of deal, right? So, right. you know, we wanted to share that in a way that was that was encouraging and a little bit uh, maybe a little bit more serious than what people are used to experiencing with catching deers, which is totally just nonsense all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's what we did. You know, that's what we did this in the fall. And then, you know, we get into spring and, you know, we're a we're a business right we we sell um apparel like the sweats and the vests and we've got some exciting things planned for this fall with some flannel shirts and
1: stuff like mm-hmm. that
4: that kind of will round out the everyday wardrobe right like we-
1: <laughs> golf towels Kimo-
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no,
1: I brought it up last podcast i have to keep bringing <laughs> yeah. it up man
4: yeah yeah i have, you know i said last time you know what i got to do that and i'll say that again
3: but i'm not going to make any promises <laughs>
0: so <laughs>
3: Well, but, I mean, I think yes, people so are so
0: gonna so. dig that, like what you guys are doing, seeing that on Carbon. Which, by the way, I'm linking that in the description of the podcast or this podcast. Awesome. So if you guys are like, oh, I don't know how to find it, I don't have, I'm not up on Carbon TV. Go to the link. You just you sign up, or you, I think now you can just watch it without entering your email. Yeah,
1: and if you got an Xbox, dude, there's an app on the Xbox. Like, dude, yep. it's
0: or easy. A Fire Stick or anything you got. Yep. But and what I was gonna say, it's it's refreshing what you guys do. Uh, what you guys do in our podcast kind of has a lot in common. You guys are a well, little more sure. clever and intelligent than we are. <laughs> um, but we we have, like, the same... Uh,
3: I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I, I, I do want to say this. So you would be proud of us because at ATA, when we recorded a podcast with uh, TJ and Philip, there was a prayer set on this podcast. First time for everything, so... Awesome. We're not yeah, condemned yet.
3: But,
0: <laughs> but the thing is, like, we have a lot in common as... You know, we're a podcast, but you guys are a video. You guys put out that fun feel vibe and you got to have fun. Like you said, don't take yourself too seriously in our podcast. Yeah, we have some guests on and we talk tips and tactics and that's good. I love covering that. That's an important thing about podcasts. But at the same time, I like to have fun more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And so if if I had an option of, hey, your podcast is nothing but information and knowledge, that's great. Or would you rather be fun and funny every podcast? I'd probably pick fun and funny every podcast. Although I'd like to yeah. cover it all. But
4: Yeah, oh for sure. Oh for sure. And it's and it's personality thing, right? It's like, well what you know, why do you do what you do? And you ask you ask a hunter, like, why do you hunt, right? You're gonna get a thousand different answers and none of them right are, you know, right and wrong, and some of them are more politically correct than others, but you know, I think we're probably in the same boat. It's like, well, Cause it's fun, you know? And, right. And I think it happens to be good for you. And you know, there's all the other million answers to conservation and you know, all that stuff. But uh, for me, it's about relationships and relationships are about shenanigans, at least, <laughs> at least with us. Shenanigans. Right here. <laughs> this was, is shenanigans,
1: last podcast, man.
0: You said something about um, how oh, I can't remember how you worded it. We take our hunting seriously.
4: And ourselves lightly. Yep. Exactly.
0: Simple. Yeah. That's yeah the perfect way to put that. Like, that's what it's all about, really.
4: Yeah, yeah, amen. That's that's kind of well, and you know, we, we gotta you gotta stay authentic to to who you are. Like, if I if I tried to, you know, do a pro tip and teach somebody to, you know, how to how to scratch a you know a turkey call or how to you know grow big bucks, I love doing that stuff, but I'm I I don't consider myself an expert on those things, so. <laughs> You know we gotta be we gotta face the music here. Our brand was started in the hunt camp by making fun of each other. If we stray too far from that, she's not going anywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the
0: the, so. the greatest hunting story ever told is one we covered on the last podcast. I think that came out right before we did the last podcast with you. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. guys just did the the one the hunting press conference, which
1: I that was hilarious. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's so perfect.
4: Yeah, it, it's thank so you. perfect. Yeah, that was, that was a, that was a fun one and and you know just like just like the others i don't know exactly where that came from but um i might as well take credit for it again because
1: so. <laughs> well, you were the one in the video you know, i sure would I, I,
4: I came up with that one one time when we're yeah no but a lot of those things they just come out of actually they evolve right so like we will be on a road trip you know um 15 hours to wisconsin to go to a show and and meet people and um and stuff like that, and we 'll just have all of these long conversations and be joking and be like, "You know what nobody 's ever done this' would be hilarious and then someone else chimes in and says, "No, we should do this and that and so this was a really simple concept and it 's like well, you know regardless of, of of you know what your opinion is on this matter, a, a lot of people and this is kind of part of the underlying joke for us is like a lot of people are are taking hunting very, very seriously. Are saying like you're an athlete if you hunt, right? And like, <laughs> um, and that's fine. Like if you view it that way, that's cool. But a lot of people are just like, you know, I that's not how I do. I'm, I'm right. not an athlete, you know. And uh, so we're just like, well athletes do press conferences if you're an athlete like let's let's do a presser
3: and so, <laughs> so we kind of set
4: it up we, so we kind of set it up like it was after like a football game or something and um we just got it we set it up in that in in a in the call it the studio it's not so it makes us sound fancy it's like honestly this like storage room right and and we set up this backdrop and you know had our logo and had some you know partner logos in it and Um, and then we went through, they literally asked me questions. They had questions written down, Rita, and Ryan did, um, you know, partners of mine on on our team and and they started asking me questions and I was just literally just doing a press conference. Like I was a hundred percent serious. And, and what, and what happened was, as we started to cut it, it was like, some of it was really, really positive. Like, you know, it's just, well, actually one of the things I said was like, um, Oh, you know, I felt like I felt like it couldn't go wrong out there. Sometimes you're just in the zone. You know, I felt like I could've thrown a rocket <laughs> killed a buck out there. You know. <laughs> and then the next minute I was just like, We can't do anything right. The guys are, you know, not showered and ready to go. We're late to the stands, you know, People forgot <laughs> his rangefinder, like all this stuff. And then I'm like right, right ticked off. And so we watched and we're like, Well, we gotta pick a lane here. Like, are you are you ticked or did you, did you win or did you lose? And so we it's went so with amazing. kind of the the more relatable of the two, which which is the more accurate of the two, nine times out of ten you're probably going to be ticked off at the end of the deer season. It's so Dude, good. it's so
0: good. Hey, I, one question: Can I play the audio on the podcast of that video?
3: Yeah, of course. And let's try. Yeah. Okay,
0: let's try something once, real quick. Dude. Hold on, one second. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to play the audio of the the video. Um, if you go to YouTube catching deer's, it's under We Hunted Hard. It's the minute thirty long video. So here it is. Okay, we're gonna play the audio. Uh, we'll put that later at the end of the podcast, so you can hear it. That video. It's like I just tried to play it, and uh, we're gonna just. <laughs> well, th- do my on.
1: my favorite thing about that whole video is like the whole time. The, like the water bottle, that's something you always see with athletes do. Oh, yeah. dude. They're always it's like it, they're always just repping the water bottle every time. Like if I was an athlete, dude, I'd be I'd be slamming some beers or whatever, you know. Like, <laughs> that's probably why that's, I'm not an athlete, that's, but that's,
4: it's so true though. Like so, so my my brother and he's a partner of ours in Catch and and he was right from from day one was very heavily involved in in the brand. So he's a co-owner and he's an athlete. He plays hockey for the Nashville
1: Predators. <laughs>
0: No leaves, not a big deal.
4: Uh, <laughs> I just I had
3: to.
1: Uh, it's fair.
4: It's fair. I grew up I'm an Ontario boy, so I used to be a Leafs fan back in the day. But um, the reason I tell that story is you get into the guy's truck and there's like seventeen water bottles like rolling around the floorboards because every day after <laughs> practice, like he hops in his truck with like two or three bottles of water and they're just all rolling around and so you know, a lot of that is just me picking up on that. I mean, I used to play hockey, but I didn't do, like not like press conference hockey. So uh, watching all those <laughs> press conferences, you
3: know.
4: So
1: <laughs> that's hilarious, but, dude. You should you should do uh, the next one. You do if you do another one of those. Do like how uh, Mike Babcock does every time the Leafs lose, and if, like they get blown <laughs> out, dude. Those are the funniest press conferences you'll ever see. It's just I've never seen someone who's more pissed off at his guys. <laughs>
2: he's just right he's right ticked like
4: he's so sour and he plays it so well uh, but yeah, we we've talked about doing more of those, and I think what they'll be is like either like live videos during the hunting season or like or like Instagram stories. But what they used to do, and they don't really do it that much anymore, but they used to do this all the time, at least the Sens. And so Mike used to play for the Sens. And they would they would interview them, but after the game they'd cool down, try to get rid of like the lactic acid in their legs and try to cool down by riding the bike. So they'd have this like towel around their neck Like riding the bike, like out of breath after a game, like doing an interview. So I want to do it like after a hunt. Come in, be like, yeah, you know, got out there early. We uh, we had a really good hunt, but I mean, we just didn't see a single deer. You know,
3: (laughs) dude, that is
0: so perfect. You could do, you could literally do a hundred videos like that.
4: Yeah, oh, I know. I know. It's just, it's just this thing where people just be like, "Why is he always on a bike?" And you're like, "Why not?" Right. So, but the other thing, the other thing I wanted to say is you mentioned Mike Babcock being right ticked all the time with the leaves and there's these things, and I think it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, last time we talked, you had mentioned that the, the greatest hat you'd ever seen. Was just a black hat that says Executive Producer Dick Wolf.
1: Yes, right? yeah.
4: Right? <laughs> well, they have in Toronto. I don't know if they're anywhere else in the world, but in Toronto they have them, and they're called Bab Socks, and they're they're like they're like dress socks with Mike Babcock's face on them, and they call them No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gold. Dude, I shouldn't he... be promoting other people's business, but it's just amazing. That is <laughs> a, well,
1: he's a hunter too. You know, it's funny. Like, oh, yeah. He, yeah, he was on oh, yeah. uh, he was on a couple hunting shows, and I remember like. Yeah? I, I can't remember where I was, but like I, I turned on, you know, hunting channel. I think I was in a hotel or something. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like uh they're in Africa hunt. It's like, oh here's Mike Babcock, you know. I I can't remember what year it was. I don't he wasn't the coach of the Leafs at that time, but I was like, Man, that's right. kinda weird. Right, probably. Yeah.
4: yeah. Well, I'm I'm hunting with in in another month, I'm I'm hunting with um Cody and Kelsey Robbins and they have a um they have a show called Live to Hunt with Cody and and Kelsey and those yep. two are like those two know how to kill a giant box. Like C- cody's killed five muleys over over two hundred inches and he's got the it's unofficial. He's like, Yeah, I haven't set the paperwork in yet. But he's got the world record um non typical like archery, mule deer. So the guy and it was like two hundred and ninety-four inches or something. Don't <laughs> quote me on that. It was just it was I'll really, really, really big, right? So um anyway, he, he's a friend of mine from doing kind of what what we do and he's an awesome dude, and so he's coming down. And we're gonna hunt. um, First, he's never killed a turkey before, so we're gonna have him to the farm in Kentucky. We're gonna shoot turkeys in the spring, in another month. And uh, but he's hunted. That's a huge, huge like intro to the fact that he's hunted with Mike Babcock. (laughs) 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 So anyway, yeah, he's he's hunted with Babcock, and he's told stories. The guys, the guy's a gem. So is that buck
0: that he killed in Velvet?
4: Yeah, it is. Yeah, and you know what? So, so what he was telling me what happened is that. Um, oh yeah, I remember seeing. Recognized they they yeah they it had double drop times. Was that ATA um, several years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably probably had it with them, but um, it had double drop times, and um, they weren't going to recognize it as the world record because it has velvet, and of course, velvet increases your mass mass measurements. So he's like, yeah, that sucks, whatever. But another guy killed like the typical record the same year, and he went to. Whatever it is, Pope and Young, Boone and Crockett And said, hey, like this is Bush League Do a 2% deduction and recognize it And I'm going to get a waiver signed And he's like, Cody, will you sign it? he said, yeah, sure And then they came back and actually changed the ruling on it Where it's like, you know what? It grew the most bone, the most antler out of any deer ever Like, yeah, we'll recognize it And so he's like, yeah, I got the paperwork filled out I haven't sent it in yet but anyway.
0: That is awesome. You see, that is funny. I've no. never, I'm a measure for the Pope and Young Club and I've never measured And well, I've measured deer with velvet, but I've never entered a deer, but I've never entered right. a deer that would go in front of the panel for a potential record. You know, if a deer right. is a potential record, it goes in front of a panel of measures and then it's broken down from there because it's yep. a serious deal to have a world record, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know so, what it's, the process is to, when it comes down to fine-tuning a measurement on a velvet animal. I, I've never done
4: yeah, it. Yeah, t- to be honest, I don't either. But what they said to him is they're like, yeah, sure. I mean, we'll we'll submit it. Peel the velvet. And he's like, what? No. <laughs> I feel <laughs> yeah, like the velvet.
1: You can't do that. So, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I'd take an L on so the score
0: like- and just enjoy the mount, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, I sure would. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's
4: It's an absolute... I mean, go on his Instagram and take a look. Awesome dude, and just he's he loves to hunt, and he uh, he's a solid dude and just shoots giants.
1: Yeah, I follow him online. Her, he's always on big the, deer. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. So.
1: So that's good. You got that. Uh, you got that turkey hunt coming up. I mean, what um what a uh, what are you guys shooting now? Are you guys so when you do catching deer? For so anybody hasn't seen, are you guys? Try to focus on guns or you archery. I mean, you know, you're on the working class bow hunter podcast. You know? Let's talk bows. Well, I
4: I shoot a uh, a traditional, you know, elm like stick bow that I carved myself because no, uh, I, I shoot. I've, I've always been so in Canada. Um, when it comes to firearms, it's like it's like very. Well, you got to do like a whole weekend course, and then you have to be vetted and all this stuff. And I just always wanted to bow hunt. I was bow hunting, so I didn't get my gun license until I was like 25. Like for the first like 10 years, I hunted. I was only hunted with a bow. But um, respect. I've shot I've shot two deer with a gun in my in my life, um, and one of them was this past year. And so I did a little bit of gun hunt, but I did more more bow hunting. So I mean, we did a couple of waterfowl hunts. So. Catching Deers TV, is presented by RealTree, and then we have partners that are, you know, Hoyt and Rage and Kalo and Browning. And so I, we, we killed some ducks and some geese with, with um,
2: our uh, our shotguns with Browning. And then I, I shot a, a nice buck in Kentucky uh, with a with an X bolt rifle from Browning. And then and then you
4: know Hoyt will do. Um, bear hunt this spring, kill a couple turkeys um, with the... Now, I'm pretty optimistic here, of course, but we're going to try to kill a couple turkeys <laughs> with, with, with the bow in the spring, and uh, and then we'll shoot a couple with a shotgun. So it's kind of a mixed bag of, of both, to be honest. The only thing that we didn't do this year, or I didn't do, actually, Dana, who you talked to, the first time ever um the, the Cash New years was ever on this podcast so it was like right after we launched and yep. i was foolish, to ha- foolish enough to have a baby like right in the middle of the ruts so it was dana <laughs> that came out so he, he killed a nice um a nice buck uh with a muzzleloader this year in in tennessee and so it was the only one with a muzzleloader but the other ones are you know bow and and gun so yeah
0: awesome good question steve i was wondering that too so you uh, got a little, little, little bit of everything, everything.
4: Yeah, but I, you know what I'm excited for. And I, the last couple of years, I've been I've been um, starting to hunt a little bit with traditional traditional gear. So I was kind of joking. I kind of was, and I I don't shoot like one of those. What do they call the stick bow? Where you literally take like a quarter, like a stave, like a quarter of a piece of wood, and you just shave it down, and then shoot a stick with a string on it.
0: It's so hardcore. Um,
4: Oh my gosh, yeah. It's rough. Um, But uh, I do do have a a Hoyt Satori um, recurve, and I'm starting to get a little bit more consistent with that, and I really want to shoot a bear with a recurve. And I'd love to shoot a turkey with a recurve too, but...
1: A bear with a uh,
0: recurve would be like one of those... uh, That's like... You've kind of done like that traditional bow hunting, like bow hunting skills. Like that's what everyone thinks of. You kill a <laughs> bear with a
1: with a recurve.
4: Next up is a musk ox with nunchucks. <laughs> yeah,
3: should you
1: imagine that! Would Throwing be, stars. Can, dude, can I, I? want to film that because that would be hilarious. I mean, it let me have a gun, though. You know. Yeah,
4: yeah. So that's what that's what we do. So I like to I like to bow hunt uh, for bears and uh, with a recurve bow. Now I've done it for two years in a row and I have not killed anything. I missed one at thirteen. Paces. I hit a hit a cedar bow and it deflected the arrow and I missed. Um, but but for me, like like I love just seeing bears and being on the ground. And so last year we had one come right into 17 yards and it was a giant big boar black bear like pushing 500 pounds and I got the old tap on the shoulder because we were filming and it was like now nah, we don't have enough light and I'm like well, what do I do now? <laughs> like I can't shoot it.
1: Damn right? so, camera.
4: Yeah, yeah, so th- it was legal, it was legal still, but there wasn't enough camera light, and so um, I actually, what we do is, because you're walking in on a bait, right, in Ontario you you bear hunt with a with bait, because otherwise it's really thick, and you'll never come across a bear, so um, you bait, and um, it came into this bait, and when you're walking in, or you're walking out when it's dark, you're going to definitely want to have some sort of protection, so you bring in like a 12-gauge with you.
1: Right. Pack, so pick, grabbed, pack the heat. I,
4: yeah, like pack heat, pack the gun.
1: Pack- yeah, <laughs> it's not too much of a big boy. <laughs> no, I, I, I just want to let you yeah. know that I respect your...
2: <laughs> I think you're pretty neat, yeah. but I respect you know, I your want, distance. I don't,
4: to, I don't want to hurt you. I want to respect your space, you
1: know?
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> in, um, in actually, we,
4: we, dropped, we dropped a meme. I don't know if you saw it, but I don't expect that you saw it, but we, we do these... For, for those of you that are really familiar with our brand, we do these memes online, where we'll take like this little snippet and then have, of course, the, the text with it. And today's was when you've when you're tried every Call but you can't pull a Tom off a hen. And it's literally him. So it's funny that this comes up. It's him and he's going, I like to shake things up, you know, get the earth moving. You oh know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I actually did
0: see
3: that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh.
4: Oh, yeah. hey, hey, hey Come on, was... hey. Help. I love Here we it. go, boy. Nothing. Gee dang it.
2: Here we go, boy. <laughs> yeah.
4: Gee dang it. So That's... and then everybody was commenting, right? Because everybody's seen that video. Everybody's commenting. Yeah. They're like you can tell that it's a Tom because of the way that it
1: is. Oh, it's God, it's like hilarious. That. <laughs> That's the best
0: yeah. video right now on the internet. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. The best I, one.
4: I, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's, I think it's probably, yeah, the best. There, there's some other ones that are gold, too, but it's so good. The internet is just,
0: is an amazing, but such a depressing place at the same time.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to find, like, what's the name, Lenny Pepperbottom? Yeah. I want to find him and have him on an episode. So oh, that.
0: man, that's a great idea. I want to get Challenge him on a podcast, accepted. too. If you get that done, <laughs> tell him he has to do a podcast with us about just, yes. about Nietzsche
4: absolutely absolutely
0: that's pretty
3: neat
4: that would be good is
0: that something that you guys ever thought about doing is having guest appearances and like your short videos for social media or now on carbon tv like is that something you ever thought about before like oh it'd be kind (laughs) of neat to have this guy in
4: yeah i mean we have i mean i i hunted i hunted with jeff danker um from buck ventures i hunted his ohio lease um, this year, That was him in- inviting me to go and hunt with them. And I was like, yeah, totally. Can I bring, you know, a camera? And so he's kind enough to let us come and film. And, and I shot a deer on his lease, and I'm super grateful for that. Um, I shot this, like, it was the last day, and they hit lockdown. And, like, we were having a tough go. The first day, they were running everywhere. And I was like, this is, like, amazing. And then they totally hit lockdown. I don't know what happened. The weather shifted all this stuff. And we hardly, the next day, literally, we saw eight bucks the first day. The second day, and these are all these are all day sits, right? The second day I saw one doe and it was like What happened? <laughs> so so we were there for four or five days and, and the last day like forty five minutes left in shooting light, I had this buck come out. It was a mature buck but he was a total junker. Like I I'm super, super pumped to be able to shoot this deer, and I was super grateful, but it just wasn't that big of a deer. Like it was a mature deer, but it just wasn't very big. Um, and it was like this amazing spot on, on Jeff's lease, and it was gorgeous. And it was like one of my favorite hunts of all time. But I set this up and say it's not very big deer because literally the next day Jeff shot a 189. <laughs> <deer>. <laughs> He's never shot with a bow, and like he put it next to my deer, and it was like a it was like a man deer and a child deer. Like it was it was hilarious, but. <laughs> Uh, we had an awesome time together and um and he's a super good dude uh, just just the best um, and then i mean i'm going to hunt with Cody and Kelsey um, for turkeys and then Nate Hosey with Headhunters mm-hmm. is going to hunt with us in in Tennessee but then when it comes to um like our kind of kind of funny lifestyle content stuff we've thrown it around like the idea of of doing it with with other people but a lot of times like what happens is we're just like Let's just go and like get it done this, week, it this done. afternoon and like in you know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's it has to be the right video to introduce that into, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so like the press conference thing was just like it's just a press conference is one dude sitting in front of a camera. So we couldn't do it with that and you know I'd love to I'd love to get, you know, some people that we, you know, run into at, at ATA like an, you know, Eva, Shockey, or, like, the Bone Collector Boys, or, right. you, know, you know, Lee and Tiffany, or something like that. Of course, that would be so much fun to do.
1: I have an idea but, for a video. Um, yeah, you could probably get Larry McCoy. He's a big fan of ours. He's a respected <laughs> game. I saw him. Big uh, fan of yeah. ours. I like right. how you work. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, not of ours. Of yours. <laughs> hey, if you I you pull that yours.
3: string, let me know.
1: <laughs> no, because I, I saw him. Uh, I know he loved the press conference video. I saw him with, like, three Catching Deers hats at the Iowa Classic. That's awesome. Hit him up.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> um yeah. I had an, I have an idea, and maybe I
4: literally have a pen and a piece of paper in my
0: hand. Okay. Oh god. This may so, be a good yeah. idea, or might be a horrible idea. Yeah. God. You need okay, to do so I've like
3: got a disclosure. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. So, uh, you know how UFC does the pre-fight press conferences or the post-fight press conferences? Yeah. It's kind of the same concept you're doing, but you can do it with multiple people. Like. I, I guess my idea is falling apart.
1: Oh, yeah. We're like, we're the
4: head. No, but this is how it works. So so you say the pre-fight press conference, and I'm, and I'm thinking like, okay, we kind of did a press conference. What about a weigh-in? Like, we're on Ooh. our way up to the tree stand, and it's like... In the west corner with <laughs> one hundred and seventy-eight pounds
0: Hunting the Northwest Wind
4: Camo Hailing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like from Peterborough, Ontario, Bud Fisher, and you like come out of like the cabin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's hunting this he's hunting or what you say like he's hunting tonight in the hundred and forty class or hundred and forty yeah. inch class. Or something yeah, like yeah,
4: it could be the tail of the tape of like you against the buck. Yeah. Like, the buck is like laying in at two hundred and thirty-six pounds on the hoof, estimated. It's like one hundred and forty inches, give or take. At four years old. Yeah,
1: the best part being like you—you you, you didn't wash your clothes, so someone just has to hold the towel in front of you while you change. <laughs> <laughs> like when people don't make weight. <laughs> yeah.
4: Exactly. Exactly. Man. Yeah. So that's that's how it happens you know somebody comes up with an idea and you're like you know what i think i can make it a little bit better maybe and then it oh, just like balls. It like you chew on it you the know?
0: brainstorm process like, man
4: yeah oh yeah create so,
0: it's a creative meeting
4: yeah exactly exactly <laughs> no wrong answers right? right no wrong answers here
0: we we go through a lot of ideas for segments on the show that we're going to do and different <laughs> ideas and Some of them are good. We have one that we come back to. We do like a PSA type thing that we come back to every now and then. We keep them random enough to where they're still funny. Um, Yeah. But we've had – I bet you we've had 20 segment ideas that we for sure were going to do, and then we decided that's the dumbest idea, and we scrap it.
4: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we we, we have a lot of those, too, where – you know one of us won't think it usually if if you know Reed and Ryan and i so so Austin and Mike and I were the originally three founders, and we brought in reed and ryan and there's there's five of us now on on the team and and Reed and Ryan and I are the ones that are in Canada, and so we do more of the content together typically unless it's you know we're all down in Kentucky or something and then it's all of us but um, if the three of us think it's funny and we run it by like Mike and Austin, everybody thinks it's funny, we got to do it because then, then it's kind of like, well, then most people are going to, or at least like a subset of people are going to think that it's funny. You know, how so many videos kinda, have
0: you scrapped? Like how many have you full blown just like thrown out
4: that that we like executed on and then didn't end up using it? Yeah. yeah. You know, I think the honest answer is zero because what we'll do then is we'll just take like a piece of it and we'll just use a piece of it for like our Instagram story or something like that. The best one that I can think of is we literally filmed uh, last year. No, so 2016 uh, for Christmas. So like a year and you know three months ago we did like a full day shoot and like by three o'clock we'd been filming all day. And by three o'clock, we sat down and we completely changed like the whole thing and then had to do it all over again. So usually uh, we don't scrap an idea. We'll just <laughs> stubbornly work on it until we get something, you know? But right. um, usually it's the ideation process. So you come up with, like, for example, like we've written entire songs and won't, and won't use them. Like, you, you know, we're like, oh, I've got an idea. Like, let's just write this song. And so, like, we changed all of the lyrics to Eminem Lose Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we'll probably never use it. Like, we spent like four hours yeah. doing it. We'll probably never use it. But usually we have to have it pretty concrete in our mind. And, you know, the guys that Reed and Ryan have like a background in. You know they had a they had a media company, so they did commercials for people and stuff. So they have like a whole like basically like a set list and shots with here's the angle, and they they do all this like fancy stuff. And I'm like I don't know what you're talking about, but just tell me what to say. Right,
1: right. (laughs) How
0: long did it take you? How many takes? And we might have talked about this before about the greatest hunting story. How many takes of that? How how long? That was one take, take, wasn't it? He's not Eminem. The the
4: video was one take, but I did it three times. So we filmed me doing the the story three times, and then. and then we used the last one. So the first one, um Mike I kind of told him what the concept was and and I gave him a preview and so he you know was like yeah it's funny like let's go do it, right? And then so we we got together, we were on the boat and stuff. And I didn't I didn't want to tell him like he's like what are my lines? I'm like here's here's what you need to say at the start and then just the rest of it's kind of whatever because I wanted him to laugh. So the first time he's laughing too hard, and we, he got me laughing, and we couldn't really use it. And then this, the the second one was going really well, and I had like this like brain fart moment. I'm like, I'm gonna pretend to catch a fish, and it was like so cheesy, like there's like big hooks in, and like <laughs> fighting nothing, and it was like that did not work. <laughs> so then, so then the, the third one, I'm like, I'm just gonna, uh, I've got an idea, I'm just gonna tell the story, and so we used we used that one, but um that yeah
0: that's a one of man all your guys's videos are top notch like if you're into hunting your videos just hit home like I, mm. of course everyone who listens is a hunter but it's there's so many hidden little things in it that you're like oh damn that was good that and that's what i liked about that video so much or so everything in it was a hidden like hunting thing <laughs> inside of it oh yeah um right if yeah. i put you on blast right now do you think you remember any of it
4: Oh my gosh. Okay. So I can't, I can't, I can't do that. So I had dinner. So I was, I was really fortunate because I'm like totally a kid in the candy shop, right? I was at, I was at um, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And I had met Greg Ritz and Lee and Tiffany at ATA and like they're totally like the best of the best. And um, I was like a, like a kid being like, oh my gosh, nice to meet you. And I'm normally not a geek, but I'm a geek right now, right? So um, then I I, I I ran into them and I saw them at ATA and and so I was like or I'm mean not ETA, at ATA at Harrisburg and I was like hey let's grab dinner so we went and we did dinner and then um Sean that's a part of Greg and Lee and Tiffany's team is like hey do the most fun, famous hunting story and I'm like sitting at dinner I'm like oh my gosh okay here we go so I started doing it and I did like I there's 52 or 53 names in it and I think I got like a a majority like maybe like 30 <laughs> or 40 right and i was missing one and i totally forgot what part and i knew it as i was doing and i was distracted by it and i was like where did i have greg ritz in this i'm sitting right beside him where's greg ritz? oh no <laughs> and so i i missed it and right and because i did i couldn't remember what that line was because i hadn't i hadn't done it in six months right i couldn't remember what that line was and um at the end sean's just like you forgot greg i'm like I know, what <laughs> that story, Greg? I can't remember what the line was, but it starts off. So, for those of you that haven't kind of heard this this video, um, it's basically it's called the most famous hunting story ever told. It's a name drop. So, it starts out. It was the Herald night before the opener, and I was Kendall Jones, and to get into the Doctor Grant Woods, but my alarm clock was a John du- John Dudley, so I slept right through the morning sit and woke up right Tiff There There's nothing I could do though, so I threw a couple. Um, Travis T-bones on a on the Bear grills and crack myself cold Greg Miller light like, and then it's just kind of goes on from there <laughs> through my through my uh yeah, Nate hosey uh, Nate off my boots, and I threw my real tree in the Troy laundry, and decided it was time to leave on the work. So that yeah, so that's the start.
0: Is great. That's Dude, what I meant hey. earlier. A little smarter and more clever than us. I think I listened to that video at least thirteen I'm times. I'm gonna watch when it going to get done yeah. with this podcast. Dude, I
1: can't. Uh, <laughs> every time I hear uh, I hear Nate Hosey's name, I can't like. Every time I see the because uh, another guy who does really funny videos. He's he's a real tree boy uh Pitts Michael Pitts the absolute yeah, superstar Yeah oh
4: my gosh Yeah, so I I watched his, sorry to to interject, but I just watched his turkey fanning video and I was dying. Oh, yeah. But I was kind of like, so he's like, turkey fanning? Who fans turkey? It's basically cheating, right? He does this whole thing. And I'm like, but secretly I'm like, I kind of want to try it once, you know? So I'm kind of offended because I want to do it because I've never done it. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, if you're a purist and you're really good at turkey hunting, which I'm admittedly like not a very good turkey hunter, I just haven't, I've been doing it for like two years. I'm like, what's, you know. So I thought it was hilarious. But No, yeah. Bits
0: would be a good guy to have as like as a guest in one of
1: your videos. It'd be hilarious oh, and have sure. cuz he yeah. just He's- he calls him Nate Jose. <laughs> Every time I see him, like when we're we're at ATA and he's over there playing his songs. Like I knew the songs. I downloaded the album as soon as it came out, I go, Hey Nate Jose's playing and everyone kinda of looking at me like, what the hell did you just say? I'm like, uh, uh, Ho- uh Jose. It's Nate Jose.
4: <laughs> and it's is it spelt J O S E?
1: Yeah, it has to be almost. <laughs> I don't think it is at all. <laughs> no, just every time. Every time I see his name, I just, I, I just have to say, Jose. That's because of Pitts. Yeah, that's funny, but I, that's you know, really it's dope. nice that you know you, Pitts. You know, you guys are putting these videos out there, and nothing's like it's like you guys said. It's. It's just having a lot of fun. You guys aren't offending anybody. You probably offended a lot of people, you know, just the way that this society is. But <laughs> You didn't offend anyone. Somebody yeah. got offended. Yeah. If it's we're on the hundreds, internet, someone people. got offended. Yeah, exactly. That, that is true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it is nice to see, you know, that you guys are out there doing your thing. It's refreshing almost. It is refreshing. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm glad you guys are, are keeping the ball rolling. I'm... Expecting more videos, would I be correct?
4: Oh yeah, we can't stop. We can't stop the the flop. No, we ah. um, we've <laughs> got a we've got a. I, I can't disclose what they are, um, but we've got a. Come
0: on, let's leak some stuff here on the podcast. A Little teaser,
4: <laughs> yeah. Come on, we
1: need the publicity.
2: <laughs> <laughs> WikiLeaks,
4: bow hunting style. Um, oh my god, we've got a we we've got a like one per month schedule from now until um until like the end of the year. So we've got all of our ideas together. Um, there's there's things that we have to write, you know, and then and then come up with, you know, whatever the, the guys do on the production side, which is, you know, how we're gonna set things up and all of that, right? Um so like uh there's 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 a whole bunch of things, but like, you know, it'd be this is how it goes. I'm like, yeah it'd be cool to do a trick shot video. And they're like, cool, who's gonna do the trick
1: shots? <laughs> I don't
4: know. I'll figure
1: that out later. <laughs> <laughs> what like, is no, faster, so, uh, the the you, arrow or the puck from you could, Mike? You could film them
0: like uh, how I imagine the guys from Dude Perfect film, where it probably takes them a hundred times to make a shot, oh but you, all you cle- all you keep is the money shot. Boom.
3: Yeah, well they, they broke like nine
4: world records in one video, I think, once. It's like, yeah, well oh. we try my try my best on that. Maybe okay. they
1: are talented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tyler, I uh, Tyler I think
4: they're pretty athletic dudes,
1: yeah. What's it got? Tyler Tony, the the guy, he's a hunter. He's killed some pretty decent deer. He seems like a really stand up dude.
0: Well they did that archery yeah. um trick shot video. Yes,
4: yeah, he did. did. Yeah, did. Forgot yeah, about that. Did. Yeah, he's he's a he's a hunter. I watched him on a duck hunt, and you know, follow him on Instagram and stuff. And they've got a really cool thing going on. And he, you're right. He seems like a really good dude. And you know, you talk about guys that you'd like to go hunting with, and he'd probably be on that list because. He's like that one of those like kind of unknowns, right? He's not really in like the hunting industry, but he like is just a dude that like loves to hunt. I think I that's think he cool, dabbles so. in
0: anything sports or anything competitive. And
4: the guys, the guy is ridiculous though. Like he he can do anything. Like like multi sport. Like he can shoot a hockey puck and <laughs> then like throw a frisbee super far and then throw a football into like a basketball hoop at fifty yards and then he'll pick up a guitar. And he'll like sing incredibly well, and I follow him on Instagram, and I'm just like, this is like, this is not good for my confidence. This guy's like, well, so incredibly You know, the worst part is, that he does.
1: Dude, the worst part is he's got red hair too. You're like, he should not be able to do these sports things.
4: <laughs> <That's a red> <laughs> <hat>. <laughs> if I got a hat for you. Plug time. We've got a hat called the
1: Ginge. <laughs> uh oh. Oh boy. Here we go.
4: <laughs> now we've Doug got to be I'm, Hey, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing it right now. No, it's it's olive green on the front, and then it's got like this burnt orange on the back. And we say business in the front and party in the back, and it's called the Ginge, and it's uh, <laughs> look, it's one of my personal favorites.
1: Man, you need a mullet hat.
4: <laughs> yeah, we do.
1: Actually, you need a mullet. What did you call it? The. Uh, <laughs> I'll do the El Camino headrest. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> that's a, that's a, my new name for a mullet, the El Camino headrest.
4: Oh, that is gold. I mean, the Kentucky Waterfall. Yeah, that's gold. That
0: that was my go-to for the mullet, because I used to have one back in the day when, right. it, when I was a oh, little Oh, every, everyone did, I think. Yeah, but the El Camino headrest <laughs> yeah. is probably the most accurate description it for is. it. It is, for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, is there a Canadian something- slang for a, for a mullet? No, for for
4: mustache there is mullet. I think there isn't slang for something that's still in style, right? Like we're still in the eighties right now, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. So like we're not, <laughs> we haven't progressed to slang terms yet. Excessive but, amounts uh, of denim
0: are still acceptable up there. Just send oh, it
4: exactly. Denim danger. You guys know who? Um, oh, it's Larry Enticer. Yeah. Right? yeah.
0: Canadian yeah. tucks all the time.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly, nonstop. My dad pulled one off at the cottage this summer. Cottage is like a like a cabin. On the lake for all you Americans, and um, there's so many lakes in Canada that, that there's like these cabins everywhere. And so we, yeah. we're at one, and my dad comes strolling in with um, with jeans and like a in a jean jacket, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, my dad's rocking a Canadian tuxedo! That's unbelievable!" But he like was totally it's totally in right, like it's in style. I'm like, I can't even make fun of him because he's more fashion forward than I am in my sweatpants, you know? Yeah,
1: well, dude, my uh, my. Uh, <laughs> My old lady's parents, they got a uh up on I think Lake uh Lake Manitoba, they've got a, a cottage up there. There's like a little yeah. village that's up there. And I'm supposed to be going up there this summer and I'm like, dude, I am rocking the slickest Canadian tuxedo you have ever seen and I'm coming in with the two four a Molson and I'm getting them all dressed chips. I think I sent you pictures. they are gonna know to.
0: you're an you're an imposter. Oh no, they won't budge. No,
1: no,
4: that is so like yeah, you come in with the Molson and so um <laughs> I, I have like I have I have buddies in the states. I went to school in the states, right? Like but I but I live in Canada. So my buddies in the states will come across and like send me a picture and they're like are these are these legit? And it's like a picture of All Dressed chips because it's got like a <laughs> Canadian flag and it says the number one the number one you know bag of chips in Canada, number one flavor in Canada. And I'm like, dude, I literally have, you know, two bags of those in my cupboard right now. It's so all I <laughs> like I go in I go into like the corner store and I this is 100% true story. I went into the corner store and I was like, "I need chips because we're gonna watch, you know, TV and." and have a Coca-Cola later. And I go in and they're not there. I like am upset. Panic. I'm like, there's yeah. I'm like, I guess I'll have barbecue like barbecue sucks, but I guess I'm having them tonight. Right. You know, so, I've whoa. been to Canada
0: several times. I've never had all dressed chips, but I always make a point to text you. And I think I text you. <laughs> I'm in your homeland.
1: <laughs> you did. <laughs> Dude, I was guilty of it. We were at a cookout and I, I grabbed it. We went to our uh, local chain around here. It's High V, And they had, cause they're in the summer. They had the all dressed chips Which apparently they're not ketchup chips, which apparently is a thing. And And
4: ketchup are delightful too. Yep,
1: and that's that's what I hear. So I got those, and I got a Molson. And I'm sitting there and like I've got like that and I've got a mastodon shirt on, a heavy yeah. metal band, so I was like, I gotta send yeah. this to Bud Fisher so he knows that I'm I'm appropriate in his culture. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Like, you're like you're like you're like Justin I mean, did you see now I don't expect that you saw this, but Justin Trudeau is our prime minister, right? Is is our Donald Trump. And he went on this trip to, to India. And uh, this was in, like, the U.S. news. Now, it, it was probably, like, I don't know. It's probably in, like, Washington Post where nobody saw it. But... Um this was in the news where he actually went to India on a trip and he had like half a day of like meetings, but he went for a week with his family and he went to all of these different spots and wore like super, super traditional garb. So he's got these like big head things on and these like silk like wraps and all of this. I don't know how to describe the outfits that he was wearing other than like sashes and stuff like that. But he was taking pictures in front of these like buildings and, but people were saying like, I'm from India, and that's, like, offensive. That's, like, what would you think if, you know, Indian, like, politicians came to Canada and were wearing, like, a full-on Mountie outfit and smiling in front of the CN Tower? That You'd would be, like, what be what hilarious, <laughs> dude. I would love to see that.
1: What are you talking about, dude? If some guy, like, if if some, like, uh, you know, let's say some uh, Chinese diplomat comes to America yeah. and just starts rocking FUBU, Dude,
4: that's
3: yeah. the shit. I don't <laughs> care. That's, but that's awesome. Base, Ooh, boo. That's,
4: <laughs> that's basically what you sent me. was like a Mastodon t-shirt with a Wilson awesome Canadian and like, and, and like you know, all dressed chips. I was like, he's doing it.
1: He's doing it. That is awesome. They, hey, it's, it's cool. the highest form of flattery, I guess. Well, there you go. There
0: I got a question go. because true. I feel like 95, probably 99% of our listeners don't know. Your as prime minister? How is he to sportsmen? Like, how is he to our our culture as
1: the people? Kind, yeah, people kind. Oh, <laughs> oh no, you God. saw that video. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, as yeah, hunters and fishermen and stuff. That's, that's he-
4: all you need to know. Yeah. So we had a we had a guy. Um, okay, so there's there's a bunch going on right now, but so so. Um, he is very liberal, right? And he's like, women's, Yuck. totally, totally feminist. Well, right? Fidel then, Castro's
1: his dad, st- allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you saw that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, like, to the extent that this girl said mankind and he, like, interrupted a woman to tell her that was offensive to women, that we're now using Ooh. people kind. People yeah, you
1: haven't seen that video? Right. No. Oh.
4: <laughs> right, so it's it's classic, and then like he came out and said I was joking, but like he wasn't joking. So, but he's very very liberal, which is not you know typically great um, for uh, for hunters. But there was something that happened um, where one of our um, one of one of the gentlemen that has a hunting show in Canada, he shot a mountain lion with a bow and then was attacked heavily um, on on social media, and actually our former prime minister um Stephen Har- uh, Harper that was uh that was conservative, his wife came out and like blatantly attacked him for shooting this um shooting this mountain lion. So hmm. um that was something that happened and this is not like Justin Trudeau stuff. Um but um but th- it was kind of very politically kind of um polarizing that that happened just very recently. So his name's Steve Eklund and he lives in Alberta and he's got a hunting show in Canada and he's like, like ethical hunting and he had, you know, everything proper, but it was just this massive outroar. And, and to the point where a friend that I actually hunt with was, was asked to go, um, cause he lives in Toronto, was asked to go on TV and talk about like, was this ethical or is this, you know, outright murder that this guy killed this mountain lion. Mm-hmm. And so he was talking about like the conservation behind it and how, you know our conservation groups determine the tags, and it's based off of you know you know management and all that. But there, there's a it, it seems to me that there's a gross um, miseducation or or you know lack of understanding around really what hunters do in regards to conservation, and I think that perpetuates in government and stuff like that as well. But yeah. not that not that he has outright attacked hunting, but I think there's this. Um, Kind of mindset right now that i find very very um concerning and i think i mentioned this last time um that i was on on the podcast is that we actually um 10 years or 15 years ago had our spring bear be for political reasons the spring bear hunt was was removed and we just got it back two years ago where now because there was you know it had such an economic impact where a lot of americans come up and hunt spring bears and so there's these communities where that's the only living that people have is being a a bear guide right and and that's a very like legitimate way to earn your living is to is to be an outfitter and and a guide and so that was you know stripped away from people and for for political reasons for you know um that's anyway, crazy. what happened though, though recently though, is the grizzly bear hunt in Vancouver has been canceled. So now you can't hunt grizzly bears in Vancouver anymore. That's Why? pure it on
0: emotion. Is. It
4: is. It's very much yeah, and it's um, it's very much. It's not science based. It's based on emotion and on what do they call it virtue signaling and all of these things that obviously has a big impact and so you know i certainly don't want to take for granted our our rights as hunters and i think when we have an option to stand up and and fight and contribute when we can both with you know our voices and with you know in, in economically and financially contribute to to these causes then then we need to, you know, go and do that. And so, you know, one of the ones that we choose as an organization is we support National Deer Alliance that I think is a very strong voice and is really building along with, you know, QDMA and, and mm-hmm. um, Whitetails Unlimited and things like that to be able to to support what we do and fight things like CWD and all that. So, um I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's a... Just-
1: it's a fight that Americans and Canadians, and as well as, uh, you know, Mexico, I, they've got some uh, whitetail hunting, you know, kind of around the yep. northern side. But that, that's one thing that, you know, if, if it can really bring that group of people together, it's like, dude, we have to go fight. Uh, and we've said this all the time, uh, and we've, we've had a state senator here from Illinois talk about, you know, why, like, um, piebald deer are not being able to hunt or be why well, you can't hunt them. It's because, because some political politician got emotional, said, Oh, those are pretty. You can't hunt them. You know, the
0: anthropomorphism. They- that's the term I always look for. Yeah. Anthrop- when, we, when we compare like about the bear thing, going back to that, yeah. just <laughs> quick, it's <laughs> um, Steve Rennell is, a, he talks about this a lot. It's yeah. uh anthropomorphism. I can never say it, right? Anthropomorphism is the attribution of human traits Emotions or in- intentions to non-human entities,
4: right? And and I I, I respect Stephen because he's got a great voice. He's very educated. He knows big words like that. I call it the Disneyfication yeah. of America. Right? We, yeah, we like, have
0: talked and, about and think, this before together.
4: Yeah. yeah, that's right. We did totally. Yeah, we're we're getting back on that track. And and Stephen is one of the, the I think one of the strongest voices we have that for hunting. And I, I really respect that. And I think one of the one of the reasons why we've gone down that road is really i think these it's our entertainment and it's our we are so much driven by emotion probably more now than than we ever have right and, and mm-hmm. if yeah. we look at the current debates that are happening right now um culturally and politically and it's it's very much the same thing yeah. i yeah, vote steve
0: ronnell the president
1: of our people <laughs> yeah he's he's talking about <laughs> yeah, steve yeah, Rinella, exactly. not not he's not exactly. talking about this steve but um there is uh, um yeah. i can't remember if i br- brought this up or not um But there was this court case in New York that every hunter should be, I think it was New York, or maybe it was, is there New York, or it was in the New York Times talking about UK. Either way, it's something worth paying attention to, that there was this, um, I guess, this monkey that was in a lab, and the people that were fighting for it said, you know, hey, this monkey deserves rights as humans, and this is what people are pushing for, and what the judge said is right now I cannot do that. However, in a few years, this monkey may have the same rights as humans. Now, what that's getting to is that you, we're going to get to a point where they're going to try to give deer the same rights as humans, where you kill a deer, all of a sudden you're facing murder charges. That's what these people are are, are angling for, and you know you can call me crazy, but they're out there, and somehow oh, they make money. Yeah. <laughs> you know oh what I mean? My gosh, yeah. it's yeah. it's insane. It doesn't, to it doesn't
4: it doesn't shock me. <laughs> it it doesn't Crazy.
1: shock me. But I mean that's
4: what something to pay attention to. It, yeah, yeah. No, oh absolutely. It's um yeah, I don't I don't even have words. I don't even have words for that, but... Other than that. <laughs> Sorry to bring this to a screeching you know, halt. We were talking about having fun. Can we go off the rails? Yeah, on today's podcast, we've got Bud Fisher from the funniest Brandon and We're going to talk about political discourse.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tell yeah. us about your prime minister, Bud.
4: We, uh, yeah. Exactly.
0: What's up with mullets, right? Yeah, <laughs> Mullet, yeah we Seriously. went from
1: mullets to prime ministers to monkeys yeah. getting human rights. Oh, man. How did we get this back on track? Yeah. This is the
0: last time Bud Fisher's ever on the word. Oh, no. bud, okay. bud, do you exactly. got a
1: funny story for it to tell us to get us back on track and get us in the right mood. Wow, no pressure. No
4: pressure. (laughs) Tell the
1: the greatest hunting story alive ever again. Yeah, it was uh,
4: Harold Knight before the opener. (laughs) 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 I have a question Uh, that I feel like it
0: needs to be brought up. Uh Um, (laughs) Uh-oh. The last uh time
4: somebody said that, I feel like this needs to be brought up, was not a good thing. It wasn't. (laughs)
0: Um, Carrie Underwood's your sister-in-law? Yes. That needs to be discussed. This can't just be overlooked. Is that okay?
4: Okay. Yeah.
0: What yeah, is that like? like? Is that like a weird thing, or do you don't? Is it just like, yeah, it's my sister-in-law?
4: Like, whatever. Do you like
1: pirate her albums, or?
4: <laughs> I mean, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I try to promote her albums. There was, a, <laughs> there was, she launched an album, which is like a big deal, and like a lot of people know about it, right? And like my like couple hundred followers. I I posted like, hey, you know, my sister-in-law is a good kid. You should check out her album. She tries hard, you know. (laughs) 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 That's amazing. Yeah. And I said, the songs are pretty good, too, you know, or something like that.
3: um, She tries hard. No, so,
4: I mean, what is is it like, or is that cool? I don't know. I get that question a lot, and I don't really know how to answer it. Like, um, she married my brother, um, and she i guess the first time it was kind of weird and like you know mike was like so i met Carrie underwood and i was like cool like you meet a lot of people that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of texting now you know and i'm like hold up <laughs> like what is kind of texting me like, Wait know, a we're, second. Kind of friends. we're friends and you know we're kind of talking every day and i'm like what and then you know that turns into you know the next thing and the next thing and you know it 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 is kind of it is kind of what it is and she's a totally like nor like she's the kind of person that is like you know if i if i have a day off like i want to do the laundry and like hang it at, at home with my kid right it's not this you know it's not what tabloids make it out to be and all that stuff she's right. right? a totally normal person that like has a great relationship with my brother who are they're just kind of down to earth people that happen to be like successful in what they do so it's a, it's a Very tricky cool. one that it's a tricky one to answer, you know. I just I don't I don't
1: It had to be asked.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But
1: it's just kind I need. mean would you would you rather us talk uh, more about Trudeau or I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, would no you? I wouldn't Yeah. Yeah. Well so. let's do this. Let's
0: talk about the future with carbon and then Whatever we did, Cover Man, that you feel like is noteworthy.
1: Did his fingers been hovering over the hang up button the, like the past like ten minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised
4: we didn't no. hear click I know uh, no. Um. So so carbon. Uh, I mean, we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. You know, we 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 want to continue. We want to do more of our funny stuff, right? That's like that's the closest to you know our brand and who we are and, and what we do. And so we're gonna do more and more of the funny stuff. Or the, the funny stuff. Because uh, we've got a lot of ideas that we're excited about, and then we're going to continue to like when we get a chance. We're going to continue to film film the hunts that that we're um, excited to go on. So I I want to shoot an elk uh, probably this fall because um, I've never done that, and and I think it looks really cool. And everybody that shoots an elk says that you haven't lived until you shot an elk, and <laughs> um, and that's that's really that's. Awesome. And so I'd love to go and try it. There's a lot of things that I want to try. Um, and, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to, it I get drawn. So it's like I've got an invite to go and, and hunt in Saskatchewan. Oh, cool. And Saskatchewan's got monster bucks. And um, so I'm excited about that. Well, I'll always hunt every year in Kentucky because that's like our home farm, and mm-hmm. you know my brothers and my brothers and stuff like that. And so that's just a really good time. That's where Catch and deers was was born. And so we'll do that, and we'll bring the cameras, and, and we'll 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 film those hunts, and you know more shenanigans and stuff. And so we just want to, you know, we want to listen to you know what people like and don't like. Like we 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 want to hear what is resonating with people. And that's not to say that we're just going to make, you know, the content that people want to see, we're going to make content that's kind of true to us, right, or it doesn't work. Right. But if people are like, dude, like, you need to make way more of this or we want more or, you know, this really sucks, stop doing it, well, we'll, we'll listen to those things, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I love hearing the feedback and having conversations with people that are like, yeah, that six-minute episode should have been 12, and, you know. Um, so what what we love about the Carbon platform, just to kind of like, not even a plug carbon but what I like about it having a show on there is um, the story is what the story is and we're not confined to 22 and a half minutes and it has to be that long and so it's you know me driving in the truck telling everybody that i'm driving in the truck right and mm-hmm. i don't need to have filler just because i need to fill time now there there's people like if it was if it was jim shockey or or you know uh, michael waddell like i i would sit there and watch them drive their truck probably on, on tv <laughs> right because oh, yeah. they're just they're those guys you know and and but for me i i realized that people would be like this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen mm-hmm. because i'm not those guys so um, we wanted the story to be able to tell itself and the hunt to play out and then not have those constraints and, and not have the filler and we wanted it to be, you know, appropriate for the medium that it's on. And so they end up being, you know, seven or eight minutes. And if we happen to have this one hunt, it's like, guys, this is going to take an hour to show you this hunt, but it's going to be an hour that you're sitting on the edge of your seat and it's the greatest hunt of all time. Well yeah. then awesome we can do that you know but um so that's just kind of what i like about the, the platform is that you know it, it allows us to kind of do creatively whatever whatever we want to what whatever we want to do and that's that's really cool so
0: awesome man yeah that, that yeah. is the cool thing about carbon is leave them wanting more yeah that yeah, yeah. absolutely for sure man yeah, I, no, for i'm excited sure. for you guys it's uh in a few years you guys have been doing your thing and you guys have absolutely just exploded and uh we're glad that we got to do a podcast with you guys from the beginning, and um, we get to do this more and more often. Hopefully, we we should do a few more every year than we already do. So,
4: absolutely. And I mean, we're we're I've said this before, but we're super appreciative of that. I mean, you're the you know before I even you know considered ever being invited to do a podcast, you're the first guys that that called and said, "Hey, we want to have you on the show," and. Um, Like I said before, I was, you know, the guy that had a baby in the middle of deer season and then started a company four days before he had a baby, so I was like, (laughs) I literally cannot, like, I literally cannot, you don't want me on that podcast because I haven't slept in, you know, a couple days, but... So Dana did it, but I mean that's always something that I've really appreciated. And then you know, so I uh, really appreciate you guys. And then of course it's just so easy to talk to you that we'll end up rambling about Canadian politics or something. But <laughs> I, I I like that you know that that's the that's the fun of it for me. So hey, can't do uh, it on any other hunting hey.
0: podcast, man. I'm confident
3: <laughs> <in> that.
4: <laughs> there you go. There you go. And yeah, so you know, just the fact that I can I can come on the show and just kind of gab about whatever. I don't have to be super serious or pretend like like I know as much as Steve Renella uh, about conservation because I don't right we'll just have a good conversation and that's what that's what these relationships and that's what you know, hunting a lot of times is the best for us, so for sure, I think it's super cool. Well, yeah. we
0: appreciate you throwing us all the gear, man. I'm gonna wear these sweatpants until I die, for real. I'm gonna shoot my, <laughs> I will shoot this week in them with my arrows. You got to make a broadhead pocket, though, man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, it's yeah, man. like
4: PVC pipe down the side of your leg. Yeah. or like Kevlar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for, I'm excited for this fall, and we'll, um, we'll have to get you in some of the stuff this fall, like flannels and jackets and stuff like that that we're getting into and so um yeah you guys need anything just just holler because we really appreciate you guys
1: i need a hug i mean how are you gonna make that happen
0: (laughs) (laughs) we'll wear that gear it's i always say this this is the best sell if a company sends steve and us we gotta get included but if steve specifically gets gear he will wear that gear until it can't be worn anymore. You <laughs> get, it's the best advertisement. He's a walking billboard all I do, the time. Man. I, I
1: don't play around, dude. I hopped out of that rusty gold Silverado that I drive with some fresh-ass Pumas in this uh, this catching deers get up on, dude. <laughs> Fresh
3: ass,
0: dude. I
1: was I was rocking it, man, dude. I'm I'm about to walk uh, into the gas station, just be like, yeah, let me get some of that. Uh, let me get some of that hen dog. Drink a yeah. little Hennessy. You're, you're, I want to get home. I will, God, you
0: go to the gas station and drink Hennessy.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, just sit outside like a miscreant. Like, hey, hey, you want to go get me a let cream be, soda? I spent my life savings on this bottle. <laughs> yeah
4: (laughs) let me tell you something unless you're confident in your work ethic and that you're not a complete bum do not start a company that makes sweatpants and hoodies because (laughs) i only wear sweatpants and hoodies like ever like we you know we you know stay comfy friends is like kind of one of the things that we say and so we got like comfy clothes and so i literally only wear sweatpants and hoodies and then i sit here and i think about it and i'm like i'm a total bum like I, not I haven't had a pair of slacks on, and I can't remember how long. But not only that, like I haven't even worn jeans in forever. <laughs> I'm like I'm a bum. <laughs> a
3: pair of
1: slacks. How old are you again? <laughs> that's awesome
4: well, it's one of my. That's one of my favorite movie lines. Not one of my favorites, but that's a great movie line. It's like you just ruined the only thing I ever love. What do you love? It's like, oh, I love. <laughs> A glass of scotch and a good pair of slacks, and of course, my friend Baxter here. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Eric's dipping tell off for third shift that from right Anchorman. now. Oh, of Come course, on. Anchorman is one of the best movies ever made. Bye, Eric. Eric's leaving for third shift. See, you, Eric.
4: All right, Eric. Good chat with you. I think that's an unofficial kickoff, so or, or kick out. So, hey, you guys, Eric. have got your finger on the on the disconnect. No, hell no. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You're good.
0: Tell people quick where um, everyone can catch. Catching deers, Can't man! Believe I believe that it. guy's going to
1: work
4: oh, that I
3: drunk. See, I see, I see. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There, <laughs> uh,
4: where you can catch catching deers. Uh, so our website is catchingdeers and then um, you know the uh, Instagram is at catching and, and Facebook is catching and, and if you go to the Google. You type catching deers and hopefully, hopefully, we're the first thing to come up.
1: You go to the Google and you look for a nice pair of slacks for a young man, right. a young whippersnapper your size. <laughs> the Google. That's right.
4: There's there's this thing. Uh, there's this thing on, on that you can send, and it's how to Google. And it's like, hey, where do I? You know, my brother will send me a text like, hey, where do I find this? And you can literally send them this link. And then it's a like a short video that's like, let me introduce you to Google. You literally <sighs> type it in here and you click anyway. Really? So my buddy sent that to me before. It's one of the greatest inventions of all time.
1: I need. I just I wrote that down in our show notes. It's better than okay. even Google, which is the greatest <laughs> yes. invention of all time. It's how yes. to Google is the how yes. <laughs>
4: so I good. gotta find. I gotta find what the actual link is, um, and, and I can send it to you. But it's it's the funny. It's it's so great.
0: I'll Google
1: how to Google. Yeah. Someone's got to Google how to Google how to go how to Google how to Google. Google. All right, never mind. That's just stupid. But thank you so much, man. This has been a blast.
3: (laughs) There it is. This
4: has been a blast There it is. Let's make it official. Let's cut it off here, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure.
0: You're welcome back anytime, my friend. Thank you for all you do. All right, guys, go check out Catching Deers. I wasn't going to say Catch Catching Deers twice because I just <laughs> did, so boom. Um, all right, you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.
3: I mean, we just got blown out
2: uh, late. We thought we had an opportunity and it, and it fell apart. I think what what kills hunters a lot of times right now is um, sitting in a tree stand scrolling through Instagram. Booner, 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 booner. It's about getting out there, having a good hunt, enjoying the time. Should have been routine and it wasn't. Lost focus uh, for a couple minutes. You know, I, th- I threw a Hail Mary and it uh, didn't connect. What am I supposed to change? I'm shooting, I'm shooting the best of the best. I got I got the best gear and I'm not going to change that up just, you know, because I made a mental error. So, no, I'm not going to change anything. Yeah, you know, I guess that's why they, they call it hunting and not killing. What, are guys eating the antlers out there? You can't eat the antlers. You know, getting to where you find them. Are they easier to kill when they're moving? Yeah. Uh, we just didn't capitalize tonight. That's all. We just got to capitalize, um, you know, wait for them to make a mistake and, and then capitalize out there. I didn't feel like we we executed out there. Early jump, we had a we had a good early jump on them out there. Um, Maybe too early. We were cold out there. Just came out flat, and then we're we're cold. We just got to hunt smart. That's what it comes down to: hunt smart, not harder all the time. Just hunt smart. Yeah, we gotta we gotta hunt as a unit out there. I mean, too many individuals. We don't do the basics. We're not prepared. We don't have scent control done. The guys aren't showered and ready to go. Running late to a tree stand. We didn't do it. You had one job to do and we didn't do it. Is that it?
3: A life that has the stories to back it.
1: A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life.
3: Yeah, baby. 6'8 western. Oh, I'm the old deer, baby right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.